Welcome to the Daily Ding on the Athletic Podcast Network. Good morning. Welcome to the Daily Ding. Happy Thursday night, Friday morning, whatever. It's not even daily anymore because the whole league uh, shut down. Whenever you're listening to this, we've got all the latest coming out of the NBA amid the coronavirus pandemic. I'm Zach Harper. That's Mo Dakil. Rob Lopez using the hand sanitizer and making sure to stay away from everybody. Coming up on today's show and other shows probably going forward, we will come to you at least once a week to give you all the latest from across the league as the NBA sits in limbo as the world tries to navigate COVID-19. But first, where are we, Mo? Where are we at right now? feels like uh, let's let's do a little catch-up here because it's been a while (laughs) since we did a daily ding. Uh, March 11th. Uh, league suspended following Rudy Gobert's positive test. The Utah Jazz players and traveling parties were tested. The next day, Donovan Mitchell, uh, we found out he tested positive for the coronavirus. Two days later after that, March 14th, Christian Wood tested positive and clutch points or whatever that site is put out a hilarious graphic of him yelling at the coronavirus uh, march 17th four brooklyn nets test positive kevin durant speaks out as someone who has tested positive nets say they issued the test through a private lab because they don't want that heat of taking uh, public uh you know public resources i know the kings and the warriors had declined team-wide tests because it would have used public resources so we got all that and then march 19th on thursday first we got a member of the denver nuggets organization not necessarily a player but just they stated a a very ambiguous uh, member of the organization tested positive then we get the news that three members of the 76ers organization tested positive we find that two lakers players have tested positive and then one celtics player has tested positive and marcus smart posted a video talking about uh his his positive test and and what to do moving forward what's up everyone so i just found out i tested positive for the coronavirus i'm okay i feel fine um i don't feel any of the symptoms um, but i can't stress enough of practicing social distancing and really you know keeping yourself away from a large group of people um and just really washing your hands and and, and help protect yourself and help protect others by protecting yourself thank you no one has been named as a recording uh, this time from the Sixers, Lakers, or Nuggets, but as that comes in, we will update you on that. Uh, 12 teams and individual players who have shown symptoms have been tested to this point. Adam Silver had said that eight full teams had been uh, had been tested when he talked to Rachel Nichols on Wednesday. 14 NBA personnel have tested positive so, so far. Uh, Adam Silver has not been tested. Uh, Mo, this is... Uh, it's fun. It's kind of funny because I think people are assuming, oh, wow, this is spreading around the league. But when you look at what the coronavirus pandemic has been and everything, um, it's not spreading. It's that we're finding out that these people have it right. Like there's a yeah. difference between, oh, it's spreading throughout the league. And no, 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 no. We're just finding out these people have it. Yeah, this is this is what happens when you actually test people and find, you know, and, and you get test results back and then you're going to start to see who has it, who doesn't have it and and so on. And and that's just kind of the way this whole thing goes. And that's the way the whole testing process, all the numbers are going to shoot up across the country. When you, when you look at it, once the testing gets going in full swing, we're going to see massive jumps on a regular basis. Yeah, we will. And, 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 you know, Marcus Smart was tested five days ago, uh, following the Nets announcement that four players had tested positive, the Nets, you know, previous game, um, before everything shut down was against the Lakers. And then the Lakers immediately put out a statement saying they were going to test. And I believe they, they stated also, they were going to go through a private lab, um, to get their tests. Uh, yeah, man, it's 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 kind of crazy right now because we we see more and more tests like you like you mentioned, more and more positive tests every single day. Um, death toll is rising around around the world right now. I believe Italy surpassed China's death toll um, you know, within the last day or two. 
and um and obviously it's it's very very serious everything that's going on right now um but as we as we get more and more information as teams look more and more into testing their you know their people their the players the the executives the scouts the support staff everything um it's just gonna we're gonna find out that that everything is is uh is pretty spread right now um due to not really taking this seriously as a country until the NBA shut down. And I truly believe that's when that's when this country really started to take it seriously as a whole, right? Is once sports shut down, it was kind of a wake up call of, oh, right, life gets disrupted. Yeah, I mean, that's one of those things where it's like, oh, we actually have to sit up and, and pay attention. When the NBA says, hey, we're going to shut down for a while and lose, you know, nobody wants to talk about it. They're going to lose a crap ton of money out of it. That makes everybody perk up going like, wow, this is a real risk here, you know, and then all the other leagues following suit all the way to the NCAA tournament, finally canceling the tournament. Like this is something where everybody's kind of realizing like, hey, like this is a serious thing. And now we're getting just we're I think in the very early stages still, Zach, like we're still going to hear a bunch more about other players testing positive. And it's not a anyway, should somebody should look at them in any negative view or anything like that. That's this is just the way the the virus is spreading and it's uh yeah it's just a tough situation in that regard and and we just gotta gotta hunker down a little bit and and, and brace for it uh yeah yeah it's i mean it's just gonna be something i think i saw you know uh gavin newsom um stated uh 56 percent yeah, of californians there test, yeah there was a study that 56 percent of californians will have it after this eight week period um that's you know that's that's like 25 million people right like 25 yes. and a half million people like that's it's a it's a lot and um and it's uh something where i hope people are still taking it seriously at this point i hope people aren't you know deciding to be for well that's not true because that uh, who was it evangeline Lilly, whoever the actress is yeah. just came out and said i'm not gonna worry about my health i'm gonna go out there and have my freedom or something along those lines it's like it's not your health at this point it's everyone's health yeah that's the Listen, you go out and you're willing to risk it. It's you're just promoting the chances of spreading it even more and this lasting even longer than it has to. And I think that's the situation we're we're, we're looking at with all these. The, the, the social distancing idea is to flatten the curve so that we don't have the 25 million all get it at the same time and overload our healthcare system. You know, yeah. and that's and that's that's basically it, guys. Like if, it's it's if 25 million are going to get it with. The idea is let's spread it out as long as much as possible in that sense so that we don't stress the system too much. And that's kind of, uh, you know, the, the reason why we're doing this. And if you're ignoring that, you're not just worrying about yourself, you're being selfish and you're and you're putting everybody else at risk. Yeah, absolutely. Um, MBPA executive director Michelle Roberts said she was disappointed in the criticism NBA teams and players have gotten for receiving access to COVID-19 tests centered off on who she believes is, is responsible for the scarcity of public tests in America, which is the federal government. She said there's nothing irresponsible if you've got that information uh, that you've been exposed uh, about trying to get the tests. The problem that more of us can't get the tests, and I'm not apologetic about saying it, in my view, that rests at the foot of the federal government. They were responsible for making sure we were protected in that regard, and I think they failed. We shouldn't be fighting about this now, but once this is done and we get through it, and we will, let's figure out who screwed up and fix that. This is, uh, I think, kind of spurred by um, New York City Mayor uh, Bill de Blasio uh, said, in quote tweeting a story from CBS News about the Brooklyn Nets having four po players test positive, 
We wish them a speedy recovery, but with all due respect, an entire NBA team should not get tested for COVID-19 while there are critically ill patients waiting to be tested. Tests should be not for the wealthy, but for the sick. Um, Yeah, that's a fantastic statement of nothing. That's what that is. I mean, that's like, Mo, I'm so sick of this stuff. Like, that's such a nothing, let me kowtow, like, let let me uh, get on my soapbox and say, like, you're part of the government, right? You're part, like, you're not the federal government, but you're part of preparing your city and making sure the resources are there and, and making sure that everyone's taking this seriously. And that didn't happen. It didn't happen. It didn't happen on a, on a, on a good enough uh, level. The standard was so low for how we were handling this um, as a country from the federal standpoint, from the state standpoint, from the local, local standpoint. And for you to come out there and then criticize a lack of tests and saying the wealthy, wealthy shouldn't get them. The sick should congratulations, like seriously, congratulations on your little soapbox there and your little tweet of nothing. That is just a political stance to try to look good for your constituents. Like I'm not buying it. And, And I'm not saying that the players should get priority. I think there's a solid argument considering, um, you know, in terms of how public they are and how much contact they've had with the public over the last couple of weeks as this thing was was spreading and, and we didn't really pay attention to it. Um, I think a a certain level of priority makes sense in trying to figure out who if they have it and who they could have come in contact with, Mo. But this whole like, oh, what about everyone else? You're right. What about everyone else, Bill de Blasio? What about everyone else in your in your city that you didn't help them prepare for? That's what I would like to know. Yeah, I mean, we we knew this was coming. You know, the, the, everybody wanted to kind of maybe take the, it's, it's not that serious or whatever, or, or, or tamper down the, the risks. But look, you know, the first case in the United States, I think was like January 21st or something like that. And it, it was right around the same time as South Korea. And they were able to ramp up their testing and stuff like yeah. that. We didn't take it serious as a country and our governments at every level, nobody went running to let's make sure we have, op- we have everything we need to test, test, test. That should have been a major focus. It wasn't. And now you're upset that the, the Nets who went to a private lab and got it done is, it isn't really fair. And just the idea of these guys have been on so many planes, so many hotels, so yeah. many different cities. Like you got to understand they're actually, they're more likely to spread it than any of us. I'm not going anywhere, you know, and, and, right. and in that sense. And, you know, so I'm not, the chances of me spreading it beyond Los Angeles, very, very slim versus a player who's, played a game in LA, then went to Golden State, then went back home and things like that. So, you know, it's it's not like we can debate all this stuff, who should get tested and who shouldn't. We all should get tested. Yeah. But to put to put it on the 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 teams and the and the NBA and how dare they in yeah. that sense when you were responsible and you had the ability early on to start getting testing done and you didn't do that? No, man, how dare you? Yeah. No, no, I mean in a way like he's attacking the 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 system but guess who's a part of that system and who helps run that system you are billy boy get you know be better prepared next time and take more seriously next time um or i don't know like do more actually do something that has some kind of action that tweet is such a nothing tweet and it made me furious and i don't care if you want to criticize players or teams or whatever for using that well that's besides the point that has nothing to do with it your inaction is is part of this and it, and it, and has a huge and it has a huge toll on 
on everything going on. Um, Adam Silver brought up the idea of possibly doing a charity basketball game separate from our normal schedule. Also discussed two other options about resuming play. Option one, possible restart with fans. Seems unlikely. Option two, restarting without fans. Seems more likely, but even still, I think we're months away for if we even get to that point at all. He said he estimates the league employs as many as 55,000 people, including game day workers at the 29 arenas, and that part of his thinking is how can we restart the economy? What role can the NBA play? Um, Mo, I become less and less uh, optimistic that we are going to get back to this season at any point. Um, now, that's a marginally educated guess based on what I've read and, and just knowing the logistics of it uh, or a, a small percentage of the logistics of it. I'm not optimistic about that, but it doesn't mean it won't happen, right? Um, but the idea of doing a charity basketball game doesn't really seem to solve anything to me. I mean, maybe get some work, some workers, some you know, some kind of uh, pay for that stuff. Uh, although it sounds like the league is doing a better job of making sure they're paid, but I don't really understand the point of a charity game if we haven't gotten this thing like really under, uh, you know, under control. Yeah, no, I mean, listen, the charity game seems nice and everything and 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 all of that, but that's so far from what our focus should be in that regard just because we got so many other things on our plates right now and i don't even know if it's safe right now for guys to be playing games even if they've all tested negative doesn't mean somebody could show up and and still have it you know and and in that regard so i don't even know if a charity game is really kind of the right uh mindset and something that i would start jumping into it's a nice idea but it's not like very low on my it priority really list. It doesn't solve anything to me. Yeah. I mean, I, and I'm not trying to be a downer on this. Like, if it makes people happy and you can do it safely, then sure, I guess. I, like, let's whatever leads to more charity, I'm I'm for. But it just, I don't, I don't look at that as like, all right, cool. Like when the lockout happens and we get like a you know a celebrity charity game with p- players showing up, I'm not like, oh, basketball's back. I'm like, oh, there's a meaningless game of basketball. Uh, is it going to have the Elam ending? That's actually a great question. (laughs) It should at this point, right? Any non like regular game has to have the Elam ending. That's a fantastic point. Yeah, see, Uh, let's let's start playing a little bit. Let's see what we got. Let's see what we got. Uh, By the way, the NBA has informed teams that all training facilities will be shut down to players and staff beginning on Friday to help mitigate the spread of COVID-19. Players are being encouraged to take aggressive measures to avoid contact with others, remain at home as much as possible during the NBA suspension of the season. Players are also prohibited from using public health clubs, fitness centers, gyms, or college facilities. Sorry, Instagram trainers. Uh, Players will not be allowed to travel outside of North America, Lee tells teams in a memo, uh, but they are able to get permission to travel within North America, which still seems like a bad idea to me, Mo. No, just listen, guys, stay home, please. If any of you guys are listening, just stay home. Right now is not the time to hop on a plane and go to another city or anything like that. Just Stay home. Just that's, stay all home. I, yeah. that's all I got. That, that is an official Daily Ding stance right now. Please stay home unless it's absolutely necessary. Uh, and then one last thing. The NBA draft is in doubt, uh, but the league was still accepting applications from draft hopefuls. Ethan Strauss wrote about that on The Athletic. You guys should check that out. By the way, you guys can get a 90-day uh, a trial. 90-day trial for free 99, Giannis. You get a 90-day yeah. <laughs> trial, Giannis Antetokounmpo. Uh, if you, uh, if you want to check out the athletic, go to the athletic.com. You can get that 90 day trial, uh, or follow on social media. They will give you all the information at the athletic, uh, to do that. But, um, but yeah, Mo, hold, a, hold, uh, hold on, Zach, hold on, hold on. 
Giannis, you know what? You don't get the 90 day trial. You can afford the $6.99 a month. It's literally two cents. Like two cents a day. Come on, dude. Like, I'm not trying to hear that. You don't get the 90 90 day trial. Everybody else? Yes. You? No. You you complained. (laughs) Huh? You complained. Eric Neem has written so much about you, you've been so positive about you, and you complained. Huh? No. No 90 day trial for you. I hope I hope Eric Neem votes for LeBron. Um, all right. Uh, no, but if you want to read about it, 90-day trial, you guys can go get that. 90-day trial to the athletic. Uh, but yeah, Ethan Strauss wrote about the uncertainty of the draft uh, even happening at all. You can, uh, you should definitely check that out. Uh, Mo, how do you think that's going to go down? I know I'm asking you a very tough question to determine, but like I'm just, I'm trying to think, I'm trying to wrap my head around, and I, it, like, are we just going to teleconference the, the draft? I mean, you know, the thing, Zach, is just so many things, like just the getting the official measurements on guys. You know, that they would get at the combine and stuff like that is it's it's really going to be just so difficult for teams to figure this stuff out now. Uh, We worst case scenario. Yeah, it'll just be a telecom thing. Maybe uh, maybe we'll do it on Twitch. Uh, They should talk to some of our people about it. Might be able to help them set it up. (laughs) (laughs) But, uh, you know, I mean, it's it's going to be just a weird situation in that sense. I've actually spoken to. Uh, a, a scout and just asking him like what are you guys doing he's like man it's just all film review at this point and that's hard to yeah. just draft just a guy based on film you know you yeah, i don't think people realize how much intel is gathered like by scouts and stuff visiting those places where the where the guys play and everything like that's a really uh important part of draft intel acquisition it's not just watching a guy and figuring out you know oh yeah he's good it's not just it, just even just sitting down and having the meeting i'm granted you could have a phone call with play with prospects or whatever but it's different when you meet somebody face to face and get to have full conversations i mean you and i both have heard stories of guys with unrealistic expectations where teams are like oh we can't draft this guy he's crazy in the sense of like he's unrealistic about what he's looking at so um i think there's just so many different elements i don't know how you actually pull off the draft if you're a team and you have to draft in this position like i just it's it's a it's more of a blind draft than ever before yeah we're gonna end up with i think anthony bennett's gonna get back into the draft He's going to be drafted twice. First player to be drafted number one overall twice would be amazing. Well, I think he'd be the first player to be drafted twice, period. Good point. Good point. (laughs) That's going to do it for today's show. Don't forget about the other podcasts. We're still podcasting, folks, on the Athletic Podcast Network. We got all your favorite shows back-to-back. We reviewed a phenomenal game. Game four of the 1993 NBA Finals between Michael Jordan and the Bulls and Charles Barkley and the Phoenix Suns. Uh, Check that one out. No Dunks has been doing incredible work, as they always do. We got the Grant and Taco Show. Uh, we've also got tampering. We've got House of Strauss. We've got all kinds of team-specific shows. Uh, don't forget, you follow on the app. You get notifications for new episodes. And again, if you're not a member of The Athletic, you can get that 90-day trial. Just go to The Athletic. They'll sign you up. It's such a good idea. And you get to read all of our all of our stuff, including I put out a little guide. If you want to watch basketball stuff on streaming platforms, I got you. I got all the good ones. And Space Jam accounted for. So there you go. <laughs> Thanks for waking up with us or going to bed with us or whatever you, whenever you listen to this thing. Uh, for Mo Dakil, I'm Zach Harper. Keep it locked in on The Athletic. Ding, ding.